Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. Let's start 2021 off with some good news. This is a story that I think is going to, you know, make you shed a tear, maybe? Possibly? I haven't shed a tear in 16 years. Well, let's do one now. All right. All right. So I want to talk about... Uh, Jason, the Browns one are making the playoffs for the first time since 2002. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So this co- story comes from the Akron uh, Beacon Journal written by Ashley Bastock. I want to, I, I hope I'm saying her name right. Uh, she wrote it really well. So I wanted to give her a special shout out. So Tom Spellings, he's a lifelong Browns fan that was diagnosed with kidney cancer in November of 2017. Mm-hmm. He uh, posted a farewell message to the Brown subreddit. So if you don't know subreddit, you read it, you can post stories and stuff like that. And it goes under it, right? Yes. Yeah. So you can post conversations. So the reason Tom created this post on uh, Reddit was he just wanted to thank the fans. Uh, and he also wanted, he was hoping somebody would reach out and just say, Hey, like hope all is well, like hope you get better. He just wanted to hear from somebody. This actually caught the attention of Emily Mayfield, who you don't know, if you don't know, she's the wife of Baker Mayfield, the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. And this ended up leading to Baker Mayfield sending a video message, basically saying you're extremely inspirational, man. You're a warrior. Just want to say, keep fighting, appreciate your support. And we'll see what happens when we get into the playoffs. We'll see if we make it when dreams come true, bud. So that's you know, nice enough to have probably your favorite player or one of your favorite players of your favorite team reach out to you. But it ended up being even better because two days or two weeks later, Tom got a message being asked to being invited to Emily's suite to watch the Browns versus the Steelers where the Browns beat the Steelers to make the playoffs the first time since 2002. Nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very heartfelt. Very heartfelt. I mean, like, I know cancer affects a lot of people. It's it's nice to see that, like, sports can kind of be alleviating, I guess, to some people, you know, kind of. Do you know where I'm going with it? Something to hold on to. Something to hold on to. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm glad Baker made that this guy's day. I'm glad Emily reached out and, like, found the post. So huge shout out to her as well. You know, it's, it's just nice to see, like, in this time, like, sports can do so still do something nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do you guys remember 2017? Like no, at all? Good. Never existed. Well, something crazy happened in 2017. Do you remember there was like a flying object flying towards the earth and everyone was like, Oh my God, the aliens are coming. Yeah. And then it just flew right past us. No, you don't remember no, that. Really? The slightest, no. Okay. The bean the flying bean. No, it was like a cigar. Bean. Oh, that was a, wasn't that a blimp? No, 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 no. Was Zeppelin? Was it a good year then? Was it the Zeppelin? (laughs) So this actually came from the, a, it came in the direction of the Vega star, which is 25 light years away. Uh, It was one of like the first objects to be detected outside of like our solar system that we found that was coming in. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of scientists and astronomers came to the conclusion that it was just a comet, an oddly shaped comet. Was it shaped like a penis? Sure. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, I mean, yeah. it could have been the scene from Austin Powers. You said, <laughs> you said 2017. They had their sequel yet? Yeah, I guess. Nice. It, uh, but it flew past Venus and then past Earth. Did it fly into Uranus? No, it went past Uranus. Bummer. Yeah. Bummer. But 
went past, hit, hit, uh, went around the sun's gravitational field and then flew back out. Right. Mm-hmm. So everyone was like, oh, it's just a comet. It just pa- it just happened to pass through. However, uh, Avi Loeb, I'm saying that right. He's the chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy. He believes the object was actually alien in nature. And he has a bunch of reasons. Uh, some it of the most didn't have a passport. <laughs> That's why we need the wall. You know, I got to stop these uh, penis shaped aliens for coming in. <laughs> penis shaped aliens just ramming it into our border. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he believes that it wasn't a comet because it didn't have a tail on the back end of it. Like if you see comments, obviously like the mm-hmm. gas forming off of it creates like a tail. effect. Yeah, it's got a cool little tail. And- yeah, it didn't have that. Uh, and also one of the weird things is scientists can predict like how a comet's going to move throughout space. Mm-hmm. So like if it's coming in, they could do the math and they'll go, okay, it's going to hit. I guess it was supposed to come through. And when it got to the sun mm-hmm. and it was coming around the gravitational field, cause it was coming around and then shooting out, yes. it was supposed to speed up and then slow down cause it's moving outward in a way it would pull it back. But for whatever reason, this object, once it went around, it kept going faster. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that, this man believes is it would be like an outside effect. So like, let's say a spaceship was using gravitational field to go faster. Mm -hmm. Like if it came around and then went around and then boosted outside and then just propelled itself. Because if you think about it, gravity pulls things, right? So even though you're, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. Pulls things towards what? Because that's relative. Because you said it, it went away faster. So how is it pulling if it's going away faster? Well, obviously, debunked science. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say, like, as no, you, not at all, actually. Well, actually, okay, so like, I'm if, not an astronomer. If you're going around the sun, right? Even though you're using that gravitational, what's that movie you referenced last week? It was uh, Armageddon. Yeah, right. They go around the moon to to like slingshot. I prefer the other 2007 related comet ending asteroid story, I, which was based off of probably a porno. Deep I, impact. <laughs> Jason, you're into alien stuff. Do you know what I'm trying to talk about, though? No, like, I literally have no clue. You've never heard of this? No, I have no clue. OK, well, breaking news from 2017, I guess. Yeah, but this uh, this Harvard professor of astronomy believes that it was probably an alien. Um, alien spacecraft alien piece of junk maybe something else a spacecraft could be a piece of junk it could yeah or aliens or some other things now i would like to talk about something in this last segment you mentioned the word coming a lot you said coming many times i also mentioned deep impact which brings us to our beer this week (laughs) the name of our beer is called turbo love juice it is brought to you by Labyrinth Brewing Company out of somewhere in Connecticut. Manchester. Manchester. The Turbo Love Juice. John, do you enjoy the Turbo Love Juice? I hate what you're leading me to, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's does does it taste good in, in your mouth? The Turbo Love Juice? I know what I'm getting led to, and I'm just going to say, yeah. I'm just nice. going to roll with the punches. Nice roll with it. <laughs> does it. Does it feel good, though? Is it? So, How does it feel to you? I don't, I don't really like IPAs much, but you know, this love juice has got me a, uh, what, what would you give it out of 10? A bit salty. <laughs> what would you give? What, what, do you like it, Jason? Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Would you buy it again? I do. I would. Yes. Okay. And I do actually like, well, actually, whoa. Yeah. Do you is, want to is describe this, Is this an innuendo? It's. It's a appears to be a feminine hand with long fingernails grabbing a beer and then a foamy coming out the top. 
but it's like going in like an, an action of I mean John describe my action men can wear uh, long nails too I said a feminine I didn't say female okay I, uh, I just don't want to I feel like people can have a multitude of hand things I guess like you can wear nails do you, do you enjoy a multitude of hand things Jonathan? I hate you <laughs> Turbo Love Juice. You can get it at Wines and More in Milford, Connecticut. But how do you guys like the taste? Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess it's it's a hoppy. Hold on, it's an IPA. It, it very much is hoppy. It's a little hoppy, but it's not like overly hoppy. Like where, uh, like, like it just it feels like I'm drinking like a regular ale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like not I feel like it's an Indian pale ale. So I don't know. Jason, how do you feel about this turbo love juice going down your throat? It's very nice, very smooth. Nice, nice. How would you how would you describe it? Do you do you feel overwhelmed with the hops? No, not at all. Does does the the owner of the juice of love feel dehydrated at all? No, they definitely took yeah, it's very not good too care viscous. Of it. No, it definitely took okay, very good nice. care. But yeah, no, I enjoy it. Uh, as far as IPA go, I would probably drink this again. And yeah. Yeah, I would definitely drink it again. Thank you from Labyrinth Brewing Company. Especially if you're buying it, Justin. I'll, I'll always buy. As long as you're supplying the love juice. I will I'm okay supply the turbo love juice to you anytime, John. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> um, so COVID's still a thing. What? Yeah. No, it's not. That's a lie. Oh, no, it's all been right. said. All right. Two out of three agree. COVID so, is not real. Just go outside and just stick your tongue into other people and like really get that turbo love juice. I was about to, I was about to make that joke too. Yeah. <laughs> so the UK is going on a lockdown because they have an increase in COVID cases. Yeah. And what about the UK? They're just locking down. And that's why? all I got to it because of an increase in COVID cases. And also because there's a new strand of COVID coming out of the UK specifically. Oh, really? Yes. It's only about upwards of 70% more infectious than the regular COVID. Is the vaccine going to be able to handle that? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. what they said. And is that a hot take coming in from our residential pharmacist? No. Oh, is it a hot it's take it's coming just, in from Jason? Yeah. Jason, okay. you okay. Pretty, pretty sure they said it. On the news, the thingy where they the talk, news? where they talk about things. Yeah. Well, I reject your reality, so uh, I'm fair. saying no. It's not going to help at all. Okay. All right. Uh, we also have 44 cases that occurred in a California hospital because they had like an inflatable suit and the fan. I guess was going. They believe it infected 44 more patients. An inflatable or, suit. Yeah, it was like you know, like those Halloween suits where it's like a big puffy suit. Yeah, like the big dinosaurs. Yeah, it was probably like a Santa because it was on the thirty first, I guess, or the twenty. Why would you have a Santa costume on the thirty first? You can celebrate Christmas after you Christmas. Can't. It's specifically on one day. And I that day is capitalism. Be- I want to believe it was a Christmas or it was a Santa. Wow, so you don't believe in other religions' rights to flex puffy costumes made out of air? I don't appreciate how you twisted that on me. Yeah, I'll twist you around until you get some turbo love juice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they, they have no, uh, real evidence to support it. It's just a theory at this point. And, uh, unfortunately one staff member has passed away because of it. So yeah, be careful. Don't wear, you know, inflatable, uh, suits that spread Corona. We, we on the pod have a strong stance against wearing inflatable suits to spread the disease of COVID. That's a real specific uh, stance we just took there. You know what? You got to pick your battles. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the residents of Queens, New York have been attacked by an aggressive squirrel. 
That's that's what I got. That's the story. That's a very New Yorker thing to happen. They would just get attacked by squirrels. Yeah, because you know the pigeons aren't doing shit because they're so freaking fat and lazy because they all they eat is McDonald's and I don't know Subway rats. But the squirrels, the squirrels are the ones you got to watch out for. So I was tech. Technically attacked by a squirrel. If you want to, you okay? I have a story. I have a story. I got a story. I'm ready. So back in elementary school, I don't know if I was rocking Tim's, but like you know those like Tim's knockoffs. Like maybe like you ever see those like the the work boots, the Robeck versions bought at Sears. Sure, we'll say that. We'll we'll run with that with the story, right? Mm -hmm. So like the steel toe boots, right? Everything, and uh, it was a look, and uh, I was I was running home. I think I was racing somebody and I took a shortcut Mm -hmm. and as I'm turning, I look over to my left and a squirrel is coming down from the tree. I might've told this on the pod before Uh, was coming down from the tree and is sprinting across towards me. And we're just like intersecting with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And as I'm getting, we're getting close to each other. Like the squirrel realized he fucked up or she fucked up. And I was like, well, you're here. And the squirrel, like, I like kind of didn't kick it, but I kind of kicked it and it like bit down on my boot. (laughs) But because like the boot was either like steel toed or whatever, it like, it just like kind of bit in, but I'm running. So I like kick up and the squirrel kind of goes with me. So the, and then the squirrel lets go and just flies away. And then I watch it hit the ground and then run up the tree and I stop running because I'm like, no one else is here to watch this. Like this was an event. So that's, that's how I got attacked by, so squirrels don't fuck with me because I kicked them one time. So it was okay. It wasn't animal. So you hurt an animal and then you got your first taste of blood. And since then you've been going for bigger, bigger prey. It was self-defense. Maybe this is whatever you got to say to yourself at night. Maybe it's the same squirrel went to Queens to try and get tougher. Going to come back and attack. You caused it. It's waiting for you to just show up in Queens one day. Yeah. And it's going to like, it's just going to come at you. It's going to rip its fur off and it's going to have a full flexed body and just punch you in the gooch. That's why I don't go to Queens. I know. Why would you ever go to Queens? All right. Um, So a Mercedes Benz employee uh, caused $6 million in damages. He stole a Mercedes. What, you scratch the paint on one of the cars. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we're poor. He stole a van and then drove around and then hit other Mercedes Benz products, other cars, and caused six million dollars in property damage. Just like in a lot with all the yeah. Freaking- he just went on a spree. He had a bad day. I saw he had something happen to him to just like be like, I'm just gonna just eat through all this parking area. Yeah. What, like, was he, did he get fired right before or something? He only worked from like 2016 to 2017. You know what happened in 2017? Aliens. Oh, maybe it's related. Maybe he's an alien. He's like, Ooh. why do people love these vehicles? They suck. They, they were, don't even fly. They were coming for him. And then, you know, yeah, he got he, fired. He just realized because time and space work differently for him. We figured it out. Yeah. Good thing we were here. What, what the hell was that? I don't, I don't know. Viewers can't see, but he just touched his fingers. It's like he's trying to make. They can see if they watch it on YouTube. He's trying to make. Because we are on YouTube. To me. <laughs> You're really obsessed with the love juice. I love it. It's so beautiful. It's an eloquent name. Jason, how do you like TikTok? I know you're on it all the time. Not in the slightest. I was, that was not a glowing endorsement by Jason. What do you have against TikTok? you expect TikTok? anything else? Yeah. Unless it's on a clock, I don't give two shits about it. Yeah. Well. So TikTok, the uh, famous social media website, led to infamous. Actually, what's up? It's infamous, not famous. 
All right. <laughs> I'm not even a child. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it led to Ratatouille. It became like, it was like an almost musical. That's how they describe it in the article. It was, uh, it raised money on a streaming site, streaming site called todaytix.com. It raised about a million dollars on the first day and went to what's the fund actors fund, which gives money to out of, uh, I said out of state workers, but I meant out of work, out of work, They're out of the state of working. That is true. Mm-hmm. So technically it's true. Shout out to them. Yeah. But it was started by a 26 year old elementary school teacher named Emily Jackson. Jacobson, sorry. Was Nick Cage in the production of this? He seems to be in everything these days. No. Anything that's straight to DVD. Wait, what is he in? Like everything that's straight to DVD. It wasn't DVD though. It was uh, todaytix.com. Mm. So, well, so that goes your theory. Does it though? Yeah. Nick Cage could still be in it. I'm, I guess. I'd- He's also in a new TV show on Netflix. It's the history of swearing, which I will do a review on later. Oh, God. Not today. Another day. <clears throat> so Ratatouille. Yes. How do you... It's a story about a rat. It's also a French dish. Oh, bonjour. Yeah. That um, it's, it's a rat that learns how to cook through um, English-speaking French people. So far, correct. How do you, how do you like, is there like someone riding someone's head and then cooking? Why didn't they make a cooking show out of it? Why a musical? I don't know. Did you watch Ratatouille, Jason? Yes. I feel like my voice cracked there. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch Ratatouille? I didn't actually. What? Yeah. It's one of the best uh, Pixar movies. Well, why didn't you tell me about it? It's in the top like 15 Pixar movies. Isn't it like how many Pixar movies? Probably around like 15, 16. I mean, I guess a good dinosaur wasn't that good. I never saw it. Same. (laughs) But no, Ratatouille makes no sense because it's all about this dude who's just puppeteering. Like, did you ever see the InSync music video where it's bye bye bye? And then it's the woman, she's like playing them all like marionettes. And then, like, that's basically what it is. And then he's having cookies, like, oh, and then cooks the Ratatouille. Yeah, but have you? And then this dude flashbacks who looks like Gru from uh, Despicable Me. And then he's like, oh, and there's like amazing. Mm food because it reminds him of his childhood and what's really more important than childhood john uh john's anti-childhood over there. oh god that was quick uh have you ever been controlled by your hair like have you yes. ever had your hair lifted and you lifted yeah, you, your... you, you ever got like real kinky in there and it's like <laughs> ripping the hair a little bit and then you make some turbo love juice you're always going back to this i i live on the turbo love juice yeah, I mean, I guess I don't I don't know. Do you have any other questions about this story? I mean, um, it was a joke on TikTok, so it wasn't like meant to be anything real. Like it was just something that kind of blew up as things do on the Internet. And well, yeah, but it's less of a joke on TikTok than is what's going on in like our government. You know, I got political real quick. Yeah. All right. I guess we're are we going into the political stories now? Yeah. OK. Better be anti Nancy Pelosi. Uh, there's no Nancy Pelosi on this Thank story. Thank God. So the next story is coming from the Washington Post. This is a ground bake ground. I said ground, ground baking bake. again. They had a ground bake sale. <laughs> it's a groundbreaking story that came out. Uh, it's this is huge. Uh, President Trump was recorded threatening. I guess you can say threatening, but you know, basically asking uh, the Georgia Secretary of State. His name is Brad Raffensperg on an hour long phone call to overturn the the Georgia state results in the election, basically saying, you know, he wants to win the state. So 
Do you have any questions you I, want to continue? I, um, Are you surprised? Because a lot of people shocked. Is that... How do I word this politely? Illegal? A crime? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to put this in context, uh, to oversimplify Watergate, Watergate was basically... Um, Nixon was using spying equipment, I guess, the video cameras and recording material to understand his opponent strategy against him in the upcoming election. And a lot of people viewed that as an overreach of power. And he was ultimately impeached because of that Mm -hmm. president Trump is using his power, basically threatening the people of Georgia or the secretary of state, who is a Republican, by the way. What? Yeah. Uh, Telling him that he has to overturn the will of the people and give him the state, which doesn't make any sense because he still doesn't win the election. Like, so you have to assume he's doing this to other states, right? It's it's probably a domino effect. If he can get one, he can get them all. Like if he goes, see, Georgia went in my favor. It's a widespread conspiracy. Hear me out. Let's give him Rhode Island. Just as just in general, like we give it to him and yeah, screw it. What's there? Narragansett. Yeah, yeah. They make good beer in the summertime. Do they though? I it's, like summer shandy. Eh, it's mediocre at best. It's no shot. It's, it's cheap though. Uh, well, good. Then it's perfect for Donny uh, T. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, President Trump, there's. A ton of quotes. I highly recommend everyone to not, maybe not, you don't have to listen to the whole hour long phone call, but there's a ton of websites posting links and uh, short clips. And trust me, listening to the whole thing, it, it does, it doesn't get better. Uh, he, he makes false claims such as having the numbers to support his claims saying that he has the votes. And then one of the people on the phone call, it wasn't Brad. It was uh, somebody else. Uh, she, it was a female. She, oh, I bet he loved hearing no from a female. No, it wasn't. No, it was, uh, he asked, he was like, I have these votes. And she was like, well, can you present them to me? Cause I would love to see them. Cause I will over, I'll do it. If you just show it to me, the evidence. And it kind of got, you know, brushed aside. Cause he doesn't have shit. No, no, he has the vote. He said it. Why would he lie? That, uh, he hasn't conceded yet, so we can't give him the loss. I don't think that's how that works. No, it does. No, no, no. I'm going to go understand. on. Hot take. What? Oh, no. It's not how that works. He no, lost. I don't believe you. It, Donald Trump doesn't believe he lost the election, and he definitely did. Well, there's two, uh, two uh, realms of thought here in this whole situation. No, no there is not. No, 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 no. There's, there's two realms of thought here. Either one, he truly believes that he won and he's delusional because numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. Or two, he's just playing the part. So either he's really dumb or he's just trying not to get in trouble. There's, it's only it's one of those two. And I don't know which one is more dangerous. So having listened to. OK, that I don't to your point about I don't know which one's more dangerous. That's mm-hmm. very correct. Um, having listened to the tapes and to the clips and I, I think he really doesn't believe he lost to Joe Biden. Like he's he's genuinely like this is impossible. There's no way I lost to Joe Biden. People love me. Like I think he's really, you know, he sees the crowds and he sees the endorsement. He doesn't realize that many people actually hate him. 
Mm-hmm. Like you, you were in New York, right? Like yeah. you, were, you were that ground reporter for New York City when yeah, people just hot reporting from the celebrated thing. his loss. Like it, it doesn't make any sense because the Republicans also maintain control of the Senate. Or I mean, we're going to be finding out updates as the the Senate race comes in. Yeah, that's going on as we record. Yeah, so we'll probably update next week. Yes, uh, what happened there? But you know, it doesn't make any sense. You know, Republicans gained gained footing in the House. Why would you? Why wouldn't Democrats? You know, rig the whole thing if they were rigging it. Because it's not logical. No, it is. Because you don't understand. So this is all part of the plan. Okay. So he was going to concede the loss, and then he's actually just waiting because he knows that his true followers, the true Trumpers, are going to come in and they're going to they're going to break down the doors and take Joseph Stalin Biden out of the White House, and then Kamala Karl Marx Harris is going to get kicked out with her with him. You know, there's a lot of people that actually believe that. Yeah. If they knew what real socialism and real communism was, they'd, their minds would be fucking blown. Yeah, it's it's a crazy time we're living in. I mean, we have a president. Uh, what is it? What's today's date, Jason? Do you know? January 5th. January 5th. So we're 15, 15 days because January 20th is the inauguration of Joe Biden. Allegedly. That's Alleged- not allegedly. Allegedly. It's actually coming down. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I mean, I think Trump's a real threat to democracy. Like, I think his supporters are really going to support him. I, I mean, this is impeachable. This is this is. He already got impeached once. I think nothing. I, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know what happens here. Like, he got impeached once already. He wasn't removed from office. I, I don't know if you can get through a vote to remove him from office immediately. Nowadays, no, because no, nah, their excuse would be like, oh, well, he's gone in twenty days. What can he do in twenty days? Joe Biden has already said he's not going to press charges on Trump, even though he could. Oh, who called, Shocking. Who called that a while ago? Yeah. Me. I bet he's even going to pardon him. I, I still can. Uh, I forget which episode I was. Jason, Jason, you will link that below. Yes, I will. Uh, when I said he was going to pardon him, pardon him if he won. Yes. He's not going to link that below. He's not, but I did say it sometime. It was in one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. So if, if I'm right. Oh, that debate episode. I'm going to be famous. You're already Good famous. Luck. You're not. Yeah, you're on a very popular podcast. So oh, yes. You're listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, where are we coming? Yeah, so, like, it's it's really disappointing. Like, like if this guy's not going to suffer any consequences, like, he's just going to keep doing it. Like, you might as well bring charges against him if you're Joe Biden. Like, move forward. But he won't. Silver lining is the states possibly can. So, like, the states like Georgia, Pennsylvania, um, Wisconsin, wherever he's, Michigan. Arizona, they can all bring charges if he's threatening the similar things. Georgia definitely can if they wanted to. Yes. What Republican state? I don't think they will. No, yeah. Um, But it's dumb because he's going about it in such a dumb way because he's a dumb man. Yeah. Yes. I went to state school and I could tell this man is dumb. So, yeah. Hot take. Jason, any thoughts on him being dumb or not dumb? Yeah, I, I, I concur. I agree. All right. So right. three out of three state schoolians decided that he is dumb. I never said it, but I do agree. There we go. All right. But the problem here is don't want to be ominous, but think about if somebody this dumb can get this far and get this much done. Just think what we could do. 
We're we're a little less dumb than him. We are a little less dumb. (laughs) Combined together, we can be maybe as smart as a normal person. (laughs) That's not bad. But what I'm saying is, think about how these people were able to rally up the the right wing people Mm -hmm. so easily with this dumbass as the head of it. Yeah. A man who could barely get anything done that wasn't actively hurting other people. Do you want to hear something that he actively hurt? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I have a story whenever you're ready. So let me just finish this thought. With, Go ahead. Sorry. He, if somebody competent comes through, we're fucked. Because if you have somebody who can hide all of the blatant racism, the blatant misogyny, misogyny? Yeah. And just the blatant, like if, if he didn't tweet, do you know how many people would be okay with what he's doing in America? A lot. Everyone. Well, not everyone, but most, that was a lot of people. You just said right there. Yeah. Hot take. The problem is his tweeting. Honestly, it probably is like people like 15 above who were supporting of him. Like they're a big concern is that he keeps talking. It's not that what he's doing. It's that he's like just out there with it. There's which a, is a problem. There's also a ton of supporters that are like, all right, man, you lost, like get over it. Like they're, they're kind of done. Like um, he didn't concede yet. So it can't be proven that he lost. I hate this joke. This running joke you got. You know what's all sad? Right. It's not a joke. Well, one big mistake Trump made in his presidency, if you want to say it's only one, I guess. Do you, rem- do you guys remember the Iran deal? No, yes. not in the slightest. It had to do with a flock of seagulls. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Explain that one to me. Uh, I ran, I ran so, so far, far away. away. Flock of seagulls, 80s band. Okay, so I ran. Way over his head. No idea. Way over no, his head. I, Sorry, do you want to talk about Drizzy? Oh, we can't. I can show you a picture if you want. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I ran. Okay, so the Iranian deal was a deal basically saying, to summarize it in the easiest of terms to understand was that Iran can't enrich uranium past a certain percentage, basically saying that they can enrich it for nuclear plants or stuff of that nature. Right. Mm. But they can't start enriching it, enriching, enriching. I could said enriching, enriching, making it so that way they can make bombs. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the Iran deal was basically like, we're, you don't, we don't, we don't want you to make bombs. Trump tore that up. It was a really famous discussion going on long before this podcast even started. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, but, but Jonathan, why would he tear up such a probably not affecting most people, not a bad deal? Trump's entire legacy is about r- destroying Obama's because mm-hmm. it was an Obama era deal that went on. And some people, I guess, had problems with it. Like it. I don't know if it was a perfect deal. I don't know if he even was in like the best deal, but like Trump was, was it an artfulness of the deal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know where you're going with that. You're welcome. There was, there was something to it. And Trump was like, I'm going to get a better deal. Spoiler alert. He what? didn't, he what? didn't, he didn't get anything done. Uh, the Iran, uh, Iranian government has started to enrich uranium at 20% levels right now. Experts believe that it could lead up at best or at worst, however you want to look at it. Uh, the soonest they can make nuclear weapons is in a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this, then why was Joe Biden letting them enrich uranium to build nuclear weapons? Huh? I, want to, I want to figure that out as well. Yeah. yeah. I, these are the answers I need. So, you know, it's, it's, it's disheartening because that, that was actually something good. Like, 
Obama no, did. You understand? It was a liberal agenda to stop. Probably something, but also this is actually a horrible thing because now it's just going to keep the industrial war complex keeping going. And also, the middle the Middle East is kind of more destabilized, I guess you could say, because they're all kind of freaking out that Iran's going to have nuclear weapons. Yeah, I can't really blame them. Um, so yeah, this isn't good. And Joe, Biden, one of Joe Biden's things he wanted to accomplish when he got into office was to enter the Iranian deal again. Mm-hmm. Iran deal. I, the new, the flock of seagulls deal. Yeah. You don't even know the reference. No, I get it. I know. Okay. Bowling for soup did a cover of it. You know that, but you don't know the original. No, I know the original. Fez from That 70s Show was on That 70s Show and he was Flock of Seagulls in a future timeline. Oh my God, read a book. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 tough because it, it's unlikely that Iran will enter any kind of deal now. They'll probably make nuclear, wep- nuclear weapons and it's it, it could lead to disaster. So this is Trump's legacy, right? Well, now. That's what happens when you let communism run free. That I don't think. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all I got for today. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, I guess. I don't know. All right, and then we'll put our outro right about here. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.